0: We're back after a brief holiday break and lots of traveling. It's Kelly O'Mara and Laura Sidall back with your weekly-ish podcast. Now we'll be handing over the mic to Sid for some fun interviews in the next few weeks, but today we're talking about everything that's happened this month—the big niece announcement, which Sid attended. All the new races on the calendar, the Global Tri Awards, which I was at, and lots and lots and lots of gossip. All of that coming up. All right, Sid, we're back in 2023 and we're going to catch up on the fact that we have both been to Nice, France in the last three weeks at different times. We have.
1: Yeah. I mean, can we still say Happy New Year? Is that loud? Like, I know this is it's, we're I don't just know. in January. It's the first time I think I've seen you. Is that loud? <laughs> yes, but we have been. We're both in Nice. I was there. Um, early on in 2023, and I can definitely say it was much warmer in Nice than where I am in Boulder today at minus 20 degrees Celsius. Sorry, everyone of Freedom Units in America, I am still working in metric, but basically minus 20 is fucking cold.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I actually thought it was going to be very warm when I was in Nice last week, and it was not. No. But you were there for the big announcement. Yes. The big, the super secret. No one saw it coming. Biggest
1: (laughs) secret or not secret announcement that still seemed to shock most of the triathlon world. I don't know if they thought like it was a joke beforehand and it wasn't real. (laughs) But yeah. Um
0: so yeah, you were there. I guess we should tell people what that super secret. But they finally officially announced that the men's world championships was going to be in Nice in September women's in Kona in October, yes. switch next year, and then do that for four years. Yes. And you were there for the announcement because they brought, I mean, they brought Joe Skipper, they brought Sam Laidlaw, they brought Paula Newby-Fraser, they had, like, a bunch of people there. Yeah, right? there was myself, and then there was, um, oh, gosh,
1: that's really awful, my, um, um Clement Mignon. Eves, Clemon Clemone Mignon yeah. and his girlfriend, Um you're to have to cut this out. This is too embarrassing. Um,
0: no, no, I was trying to say Eves, what, how you ever, who like won oh, he, Eves yes, before. Yes, he, he was there because he's he, the
1: race director. But um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the other female athlete w- that was there with the gorgeous blonde hair. Um, young, oh, Marjolaine. Marj- Thank you. Marj-Lane. Sorry, I apologize, yes. Marjolaine. I, I sat next to her at lunch and we had a really good chat. She's lovely. And my brain is in <laughs> freezing mode. So, yes. So they brought a bunch of us in. Um, Obviously, Eves like you said, but he runs Ironman Nice now. And then Paula Newby Fraser, obviously, through Ironman, but also her record at at the event. Um, Andrew Messick was there. And then every dignitary in Nice, I guess you would say. The mayor was sort of running the press conference. And then it was a packed room. And I'm not just saying that. It was packed full of... um, media or um city representatives I guess there wasn't any um overseas or international triathlon media there um as far as I was aware but the room was packed and they hadn't told anyone what the announcement was about apart from this new sporting event and I, I'm not sure whether the locals in Nice knew or not um but there's definitely like there's a lot of excitement from Nice um they are yeah, they're super, they're super excited to have it there. They are pushing, putting a real drive on sporting events in that location. So this year it's um, for, for the non-Americans, or if you are American and follow Rugby Union, it's the Rugby Union World Cup, which actually starts on Friday the 8th of September, which is two days before the, the Men's World right. Championships on the on the, Sunday I the 10th. I still don't really
0: know how they're going to... Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that.
1: Well, it's not, you know, the the Rugby World Championships is spread through all of France. So the game on um, the Friday, which is France versus New Zealand, which for anyone who follows Rugby Union is a massive game. Uh, that's actually in Paris at the stadium. So okay. but the Scottish rugby team are basing themselves in Nice. So they're very excited about that. But there's no matches around that weekend in Nice. Oh, okay. um, and then the following year, you have the Tour de France finishing in Nice. So you've obviously there. got the Paris 2024 Olympics that year. Um, and then I, Which is why it's finishing in Nice. Why, I couldn't figure out why yes. the Tour is
0: finishing. So which right. is why then the that Tour de France
1: why. is finishing in Nice. I think Paris was like, right. we've got enough going on. Uh, it nice right. needs to move. But that you know that's interesting because does that signal the start of the Champs-Élysées being no more? Or will it go back in 20...
0: 20- anyway... <gasps> so you'll probably go back the, but Nice is very excited. exciting nice very, is very excited. much investing yes they're very excited um when I was in Nice two weeks after you yep. for the Global Words, I met with I can never I don't have a French enough accent but I met with Eve, Yves yes. uh, to talk about what they're planning and uh he's very excited they're very excited
1: they, they, they are they're just like I think you know that race has a lot of history uh it's one of the mm-hmm. and one of the longest standing ones and I think lots of the if you know, go back back in the day, the early days of triathlon, the Paul and newbie Frasers, the Dave Scott, the Mark Hallen. Nice was the the race outside of Kona that everyone went and right, wanted it was to win, Nice and Kona wanted yeah. to win. So yeah. they're super excited from that side of things. I think they're excited. It brings it to Europe. There's a, it's a different course. It's different athletes. And actually, the interesting thing as well, you know, we had Sam Laidlow there, and as I said, Clement Mignon and there is an abundance of French athletes coming through in the long course. I think there were three men in the top 10 in Kona this year. And actually the Nice, Leon Leon Chevrolet as well, and another couple of others. Um, And the course in Nice suits the French Mm -hmm. athletes. And so I think it was a bit of a penny drop moment to Sam Laidlow that, yeah, you know, obviously he was second in Kona and I think, you know, childhood dream to win, the world championships in Kona, but suddenly there's that realisation that actually this could be bigger because if I'm winning as a French man in France, right. you know, that be it huge. could be huge. Um, so I think there's all that building up around it. And I mean, when I went, it was a very, it was lovely. It was cold, but not as cold as here. Um, it was a blue sky, sunny day. It's a very pretty lovely it's a French air like cultural European city I think it will offer a different experience
0: yeah it's a very French city. it is a city I think people don't realize that city. especially in America it's like a 300,000 person yeah. city it's actually quite a big yeah. city um and if you're like in it and you try to bike out you realize you're like oh no there's actually a lot of traffic yes. there's actually like a lot of roads it is a very French city um and it made me laugh about sam sam Laylaw was at the global try awards when i was there Twice. and he has a car yes. that says oh yes i know i saw that
1: yeah. <laughs> <But> vice <laughs> will in french obviously vice world champion uh yes i did see that when he wrote well, he um, up
0: yeah but yeah i mean obviously now that it's public we can talk about nice versus kona and i think we'll talk more about kind of the different how it is two very different courses so yeah. it will be like very different athletes this year um you know that's there are some men that are not happy about that. There are some that are very excited about that. Uh there are some, and they let the like you told me this, and then Ben canoe kind of confirmed it. But there are uh, the handful of men who had already qualified to Kona are being allowed to defer to Kona next yes. year. Yes, but then they can't race they yes They can't go and get there. That's their right. So, double dipping. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So I, th- I think it's different for age groupers, but I haven't confirmed that. And so no, yeah, jumped yeah, it this is. one. Yeah. but there was about I think seven or eight men that had already qualified for Kona as it was in 2023 they have all been given the option to defer if they wanted to 2024 but they are not allowed to race this year and take a slot to Nice as well so they yeah they can't double dip now i i think ben like at first i heard oh yeah bennett bennett declined his slot for nice cuz he wanted to race kona etc cetera, etc cetera. but actually i think when you read Read into his posts, actually he's got a family, a family wedding or something. Yeah, that he, has weekend. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, he has a wedding. So it kind it's not yeah. quite as no. dramatic as Ben no. snubbing like his, you know, no. his first, I wanted to race Kona in my first Ironman sort of thing, uh, world championship. So, but yeah, they were all given, I, as far as I'm aware, most people have taken the niece slot. I think Ben's the only one I know of that has deferred. And again, like we said, I think that was family reasons of a, a brother or yeah, it is someone's a, wedding. Yeah, his brother's wedding. Yeah.
0: Brother's wedding. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun to see. I think everyone wants to see Gustav there. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's been very noncommittal. And the big thing, this is the huge thing, and I talk about this, is the August-September calendar is ridiculous now. Yeah. So the Paris... All right, we'll talk about the PTO in a second. But yeah. you basically have a big PTO race, August 5th, 6th. Then you have the Paris Test event, which is Olympic qualifying for most countries, two weeks later, yeah. the same weekend as the Singapore PTO event. Then a week later, you have 70.3 Worlds. Then two weeks after that, you have the Nice uh, Ironman World Championships. For the men. And then, like, I think it's a, for the men. And then I'm calling them the Nice World yeah. Championships. It's fine. And then two weeks after that, you have the grand final if you're racing the World Tri-Series. So for, like, Gustav and Christian, and basically anyone trying to get Olympic qualifying – you kind of can't mix this year. Yeah. I know. I know the Norwegians always mix, but it's harder to mix this year. I mean, and I just. I mean, everyone when I was in these, that's kind of what was on everyone's mind was like, how am I like? Well, I don't want to. Fl- if I fly here, then I fly back, or I have to race this, but how do I race that? And I think everyone's going to make their own individual choices based on like where they're living and like what points they need, and you know, all that kind of shit.
1: Yeah, and. I mean, I'd heard like as much as the Norwegians do do every distance and do it all very successfully. Um, I'd heard that they wouldn't, or the the current stance is that they probably aren't going to be at long course, um, you know, yeah. at seventy point three or Ironman Worlds this year because of the focus on on Paris for next year. Um, I mean, I guess that certain, maybe it depends how qualification goes over the year, and I wouldn't. I I wouldn't be surprised if at last minute they hopped in sort of thing and they did turn up right, but I right. think it's probably unlikely this year and it will be interesting as you said with that calendar you know the PTO races are 100k distance so it's very easy for the ITU athletes to um come across and obviously the prize purses is huge so it's really advantageous for them because they can they can get some good money and the distance suits them, but with the travel and the calendar, um, yeah, how is every how is that going to split up with everybody? Um, it's going to be. I
0: think seventy point three worlds is going to get the short end of the stick this year. I think, like, it just might. with where it's falling, um, because you would because be ITU
1: athlete. Well, you would be yeah. if you are a short course specialist. And by short course, I'm 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 saying seventy point three athlete. And you look at the. They P- don't call that. That's not. That's not. I it's not short. Sorry, but because we're not focusing on long course athletes yet with the PTO, let's let's say short course. It, all right, if you are a seventy point three specialist, or is that is your distance that you can have a really good crack at? Um, with the prize money at the PTO races, right. If you You're can perform off. well there, why would you not go there? Like, I understand there is still a lot of prestige. And look, I'm going to say this as well. I don't think the PTO have done it on purpose. I think it was purely more that is the only date they could get in Singapore and in Asia. And they wanted to expand into that region. And there's a lot of support from that region to have a race. It's also got to tie in with media schedules over the year. What are the other races and other events in other sports that are happening in order to get that coverage so I don't think it was a dick move. Um, I think it just is unfortunate that it is
0: a weak difference. Yeah. Um, I think what you're looking for is if you are a mid-distance specialist. Mid-distance, yes. Why? You will probably, I think a lot of people who are mid-distance specialists are going to focus on the PTO's million-dollar races instead of 70.3 Worlds this year because of the timing. Whereas this past year, you could do the PTO races and then ride it straight into 70.3 Worlds. It made sense this year. It does not make as much sense. Which we should talk about. The PTO did announce since we have last talk. They still have announced their whole schedule. It's like everyone's waiting until the last possible minute to announce their whole schedule and make all the athletes miserable and make me miserable. And it's terrible. But they did announce, they find they announced their Singapore race, like you just said, middle of August, million-dollar prize first, same weekend as Paris test event, which is rough. And then we already know. No, we don't already know the other two. We know that Canada Open is out because Edmonton can't host it. Europe Open is still up in the air, even though they've like kind of said they've committed to a race in the early May, but they aren't, haven't announced the location yeah. yet. And people don't like rumors are flying. Yeah. We all kind of know, but we don't know. And then they finally confirmed what was the second worst secret in pro triathlon, which was the U S open. It was going to be in Milwaukee with USA T, USA Triathlon's age group nationals, the first weekend of August. So now you have U.S. Open first weekend of August, like we just said, Singapore two weeks later, in theory a race in May, and then the Collins Cup, again, worst kept secret, but I feel like we should say, like some people on Strava who are quite popular (laughs) or maybe like some of the (laughs) most popular athletes in triathlon have potentially been hinting heavily at where they're basing their very strange winter training camp. Yes.
1: That very. If well you were wondering known, why. I mean, I have to say, like, um, I would also say it's a very strange winter training camp to move to Boulder for winter, uh, Laura. Well, a Um but other reasons. But yes, um, it is not a particularly well-known triathlon winter venue. You would kind of see people doing Lanzarote, Well, and there is every man and his dog in Lanzarote, but Lanzarote, Majorca, those sort of Spanish well, islands, or here it would be. Arizona, I guess that people would head right. to. But
0: if you were wondering but if why, if you were wondering why, very popular a duo, the, uh,
1: top two ranked athletes in the world, basing themselves in a very odd location that is In the desert. Yes, yeah, yes.
0: So that obviously rumor is later in the year yes. after everything, but that just starts to be. I mean, so the PTO has announced some of that. I don't know. I'm getting so. It's like it's it's frustrating. The like level of rumor. Mm-hmm and how much they don't announce things yeah. it's, because then athletes can't plan well, it's also, and nobody can like make
1: it's them. like you said no one can make plans it's actually making athletes super anxious and I think that's why we're seeing it's a yeah. really odd odd time of year and odd feeling because yes everyone's in sort of winter training but they're now you know we're now building up to a season but we're still not really sure what that season looks like or do you commit to these races or do you hold off and no one it, and, and then like we were saying a sort of off air, you know like sponsors and media and is there a recession isn't there a recession? and are you going to book you know and, and for athletes that's a big effect like do you want to be traveling all over the world with the I cost know. of flights and I think look I understand there's a lot that goes on to getting race locations signed there's a lot of paperwork there's contracts that need to be and I appreciate they don't want to announce or don't want to before things are fully signed off but I And it takes a lot to put on a race, but I'm not sure they appreciate how stressful, and I'm saying that all very relative stressful in an athlete world, but how stressful it is for athletes to have that unknown. Now, I know there will be changes. I know things have been, and I'm speaking semi-cryptically here, things have been a little bit different this year, and I know that for 2024, things should be in place by the middle of this year. So we have that forward planning. And so this year is a little bit, again, we're sort of hitting off the back of the last few years of COVID still and race schedules being all over the place. And then all race schedules, like trying to catch up with a really heavy race calendar last year, which I think burnt people out more than they realize. And then going into this year again, with late announcements or changes to announcements for all fronts, that's not that's definitely not just the PTO that's the Ironman as well. And then, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, challenging clash in there as well. Let's just, and WTS, let's include the whole triathlon landscape Um is just making it really uncertain for people. And like, how do you, yeah, how do you plan
0: out? Oh yeah. I mean, everything's uncertain. I was at, after I was in Nice, I was at the, you know, USA triathlon conference and one of the panels opened with, so are we in a recession or not? Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> because that's, I mean, it's kind of this, like, it's out. My husband was like, why would you talk about that at a triathlon conference? And you're like, because it actually, like, underpins so many yeah. things right now. Everyone's holding on to their, I can tell you hands down. And I know you know this because you've been trying, you also yeah. are in the trying to get sponsored. But brands are holding on to their money. Everyone's kind of holding on to their money. Everyone's waiting to see what happens. People are still waiting to see if this year is really going to be better. Are we really going to be back to full racing? Registrations are up, but they're, like, still slightly down. So everyone's kind of, like, holding their breath. I've had a number of places I work for say like, oh, we just have a freeze for the next couple of months. Like every, and especially around here, I mean, San Francisco, obviously media, obviously outdoors has been having layoffs, but around the Bay Area, it's been having a ton of layoffs that are, I mean, even in businesses that make millions and millions and billions of dollars are are like algorithmically randomly laying people off. So there's like a lot, that creates a lot of stress. Yeah. So this just is like low level, like uncertainty. That's like everyone's holding their breath. I mean, just see if this year, I, I,
1: as a, as an example of that, like look at Specialized. They pulled all their athletes, yeah. not just triathlon. So yes, triathlon. It's a small market. You kind of understand. They've pulled a lot of athletes from other areas of the sport, like um, off-road, gravel, road, and stuff. And, and look, I understand it from a business perspective. They they have a backlog of the number of bikes on order. So do they need ambassadors because they are selling bikes anyway. But not only that, they've cu- had massive cuts internally. So we're not talking at mm-hmm. athletes. Like I've had friends that have worked there for 12 no, years they really and yeah. they've la- and and he and they had to sack they they had to like lay off the ambassadors which was like horrible because they've been friends with them for years and then like 2 weeks later they were laid off themselves. Like it's horrible stories of of that happening through the yeah. industry
0: yeah they did um and specialized did a bunch of layouts. they also um i don't know if you know like they bought do you know the clothing brand machines for freedom yeah. it was like a women's clothing yeah. brand yeah they specialized bought it a couple years ago anyway they cl- they shut it down last week oh i didn't know because so, they're refocusing oh, yeah I they shut see. it down last week. i didn't know they're refocusing it, but yeah they bought it like a year or two ago um they're refocusing on like their primary core road and by road yeah. we mean men's road yeah. uh product um which a lot of people agree and brands across like there's a reason we haven't been seeing a huge number of sponsorship announcements in triathlon it's because everyone uh doesn't have sponsors there's really only a couple brands making big pushes there's a reason that you're seeing all the on running and you're about to see a whole bunch of canyon yeah i was about to say in triathlon and not
1: in triathlon it seems to be that was the the bike sponsor to be in with um on is obviously doing a big a big push and a big drive um mm-hmm. to sort of yeah and then everyone else is just like
0: holy heck waiting yeah oh yeah no and it's not it's like it's not just it's not one or two people and like it's always hard when i say things like this cuz you know uh there are certain demographics in our sport that don't believe me about things yeah. uh that are like oh how do you know that show your work but i've talked to enough athletes i've talked to enough agents i've talked to enough brands it's everyone's like holding on to yeah. money for a little bit here. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're uh, the Norwegians or one of the top two. I,
1: I, yeah. So having had a few of those conversations in various locations over the last <laughs> month, I, there seems to be, if you are one of the top one or two athletes in the sport, you are getting money and you are getting big contracts. And it seems that brands are going all in on like one or two athletes. And then, Nobody else is getting a look in, Um, which again, like you understand from business and to a certain extent, extent, but it's also super hard for the sport, the industry that you're trying to grow, we're trying to develop, we want it to be lasting and sustainable. And it's just getting even harder to earn a living, even as a very good athlete
0: ranked in the world. You're like, even as a top 10 in the world at
1: two, two times, <laughs> top 10 last year. And it's like, most stressful. It also doesn't help I that also... I have moved countries and going through all the well, stress okay. of trying to set myself up in the USA with no credit history and can't buy a car cuz you don't have a state license and then you don't have this right. you don't have that and they change it for and I'm having no I'm, I'm going to stop going off on my little rant about that as well.
0: <laughs> There's also a thing I mean with that's a with brands they're usually region based too so sometimes when you're like yeah. oh Hoka signing a bunch of athletes it's actually like Hoka Australia yeah, is but right. like Hoka US is not and so like they vary a lot yeah. by region too uh, um which can be tough for athletes who are very international based. I know and, and you know and the other thing
1: like Instagram and like, wow. you know, we all know how, whatever, unreal it is, or it never fully sells the truth, but it is still so hard. I, and, like, you don't know what contracts or, you know, athletes have. It might not be anything, but they've done this really uh, exciting post of a partnership, and they might not have got uh, anything from it. But oh, you yeah. see it, and it just, like, it's like daggers <laughs> in the heart. You're like, oh, <laughs> there's another one. But, uh, but but that's the thing. You just you don't know because everyone, it's such
0: taboo and no one really knows what's happening the agents now and if you talk to enough agents you're gonna know so i know that similar level athletes uh now obviously there are exceptions to this but similar level athletes the men are still signing bigger contracts with the same brand like two comparable popular men are still signing no no
1: because not because triathlon is really equal and we have the same prize money and the same course and it's really an equal I'm, opportunity sport. And whenever anyone says that to me, I'm like, "Yes, we are. We're a lot further ahead than most sports in that regard. But contracts, it's still heavily dominated to the men. It's
0: and I and it's one of those things where, like, I've had some people be like, "Well, I know this girl's making more than that guy on this contract," and you're like, "Yeah, that's fine. That's her no, like top level sponsor, and it's his like fourth, fourth level down yeah, sponsor." Exactly. Like, there are like different comparisons, but I can tell you, talking to all the agents, talking to all the athletes, like knowing the numbers especially the European men, yeah. comparable athletes are making more money on the same contract. And then lately when I've been trying to like lock down different kind of like media deals and stuff, there's a, like for all that we're in a women's sports moment, it's a lot of people who want to talk about women's sports. There's a lot of men making money talking about how much they want to support women. That's all I have to say about yes. that. Yes very annoying. I I'm just <laughs> I think that. that's a great
1: place to wrap, because I can see us both going down this like
0: rant. So to close off, close I off. just got back from Nice too. Why were I you in Nice, nice Kelly?
1: Why were you in Nice?
0: I I was in Nice for the Global Try Awards. So which you were nominated for me- a category. I was nominated. Yes. I uh lost. But you know, <laughs> to, to, who to really a won? A <laughs> No, but who like me and um one of the other girls who was already in my category, were drinking like bottomless white wine, and we're like, "Who really won <laughs> <here> tonight <laughs> Yes, yes, um, a lot of people are asking me kind of a lot about it, like who was there, what athletes ended up coming for sure, it was very European, and there was like uh there was also this whole sector like at the start of the ceremony that was like all French, and I don't my French isn't that good like but it was like awards for the French team. And so all these French athletes were there. And I think we're going to have to lose that part if we want to make it like a global challenge. Well, it depends who's putting up the money. If it's the French putting up right. money, it
1: it's might be a difficult one. I think there'll
0: always be a uh, French bias. <laughs> it was weird. It was like, and now we're going to award the whole French team anyway. Yeah. So there was a lot of European athletes, but most like a lot of big names did come like, Particularly, I mean obviously it was heavily short course because it was backed by the PTO yeah. and by World Triathlon. And Super League. So you did get you super got Super League, wasn't it? The main and backup Super League. Yeah. yeah, Super So obviously Super League and the PTO and World Tri degree are gonna push all their yeah. athletes. Like Super League can really push them because they're on contract. So you got a lot of the Super League. But that means I mean you got Georgia Taylor Brown, you got um Cassandra Bogrange, yeah. you got I mean Flora came, um uh, Taylor Spivey came. Both the Norwegians came. um, And then on the long course, like, Anne Hogg was there. She did come. Um, So some people were asking me, like, who was there, who wasn't there. Now, sure, like, the long-distance people largely weren't there, right? Like, Daniela didn't come. Jan didn't come. I know Chelsea was going to, but then she
1: ended up not. It would have been a long trip for Jan. Jan was in Australia. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think for a lot of people who, like, it wasn't an easy, like, especially Americans or, like, South Africa, right, or – Right. So I think there were like seven Americans there. And time
1: of year, like if it had coincided, if it'd be during race season, they might be able to coincide it with a race over there kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Right. So like right now it was just, I mean, like I know Chelsea, like it was like ranging childcare to fly there and back and then fly out for training camp and like two, it was just like too much. Right. So there's so, but they did get it. I think on the whole though, they did get enough big names yeah, and it was like legitimate enough That it will like that's like a lot of people have emailed me like well like i this person should have won or like these these people shouldn't have been judged like but that's like like nitpicking right of
1: awards you have a judging panel yeah yes they nominate select the best athlete in their opinions and yes it's not gonna be the same as everyone else's opinion opinion my question about the gt the, the global triathlon awards is and this might mean nothing to you did you meet paula radcliffe and did you chat to Paula Radcliffe? Now, Paula Radcliffe is an iconic British distance I runner. Know. I
0: know who Paula who Radcliffe you? is. I have been
1: mista- at two Olympic Games that I went to as a spectator and a volunteer, not obviously as an athlete, I was mistaken for Paula Radcliffe both times in yeah. Athens and then in Beijing, um, I've never met her in person she was a big idol of mine and i would have loved to have and i know she was there which was a little bit <coughs> excuse me a little bit left wing of her being at the awards but i think she was presenting but again it's a big she was the No, they had and that's what like, she does now so yeah. they had
0: her and, the guy and will L- yeah who's like one of the super, le- he does he's super like league he yeah. did sub seven yeah. sub eight yeah so they had them um yeah. presenting apparently paula's french is flawless because she did all the french presenting who knew who knew yeah. i did not know that either
1: Who? yeah, knew?
0: yeah. uh so i didn't meet them they kind of like came in and out <laughs> real rushed quick. in and They're... out the back
1: doors kind of <laughs> right. thing yeah
0: so i was gonna say for all that we were all standing around drinking i pretty much talked to like every single other person um even people i didn't at one point i was talking to flora at one point in the hallway and someone comes by and I'm like, oh and I say to her, like, oh, I don't really know everyone, I don't know anyone here. This is like so European. And she was like, You know everybody. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, it's such a perception, right? We all think everyone else knows everybody.
1: And, and to be fair, I did not, I meant to set you the task prior to the event of saying please go up to and find have Paula a photo with Paula mm-hmm. Radcliffe and say hello from her supposedly doppelganger, but nothing like. Um, but yeah.
0: It's funny. It was fun though. I mean Yeah, I think it hit enough of a legitimacy barrier that it'll happen again. I think they're going to have to, um, they're going to have to tighten up the categories. I think Rookie of the Year confused everyone. It It made no sense. It even confused the person who won.
1: Yeah, I I think, look, I was surprised at how much actual excitement, when it came to the event, when it came to the week, and maybe that's because I knew people who were there. Like, it did seem to generate generate a conversation, generate exposure that I think they were probably wanting. Now, yes, that needs to build. And I think they need to do a better job next year, which will happen now because we've had one event of right the marketing of getting the, the athletes on board, getting the brands on board. I think it felt a little bit this year. It was, oh, it was forced rushed. in a, in a
0: way. And people were like, what? Everybody was like very confused yeah. by yeah. the like Instagram and the marketing and Where's every single person. From? got like a random form yeah. instagram message that was like congrats here's a place to buy your tickets and we were all like what yeah. like what are what you are we talking about is like this? give me a goddamn ticket to my own yeah. event like what <laughs> yeah um yeah. so yeah they need to clean that up they need to clean up the categories they need to like probably lose the whole first half with the french national team they probably need to like move it around right like there are different yeah. things they need to do for sure but i do think it was you know it was fun I think it was like good overall. I think they also need to get Iron Man involved. They do. That was the one thing that was weird that's... to me. I was at the Iron Man France office the day before yes. talking to that team, which runs like 10 events in the region. Yes. And I was like, oh, are you guys coming to this thing tomorrow? It's uh, a mile away. In, and they were like, oh, no, we haven't been invited. In the and same
1: like, hotel where we stayed for the press conference. That was the yeah. crazy thing. I was like, what? And that's the stupid Like, why thing, would like, you not invite it's them? It's such, well, I mean, again, don't know. Ironman in France is so big. We just had, like, earlier in the podcast, like, talking about the whole world championships. And yet there was this, like, huge gaping hole. And, look, these awards, it's not us v. them v. that company. This should be, you know, look, we don't have – the thing I like, you know, I liked about it when you think about it now – we don't have a celebration of the sport. We have all the different events. And yes, we have the Ironman World Championships at the end or nearish the end of the year, although there's now races afterwards. But there's not actually a time where we all sit back like most other sports do and go, actually, what was good this year? And like, who deserves to be recognised? And if it is just like an end of year party, whatever you want to call it, but let's just take a chance to take stock and celebrate the different achievements in the different industry sectors
0: and i know like there are reasons like iron man getting involved at a partner level this year because they were still like trying to wrap up their yeah split world championship but still if i was in charge of that event i would have at least invited the like iron man france head and i know for a fact that the world championship race director was in town that weekend to plan th- just like and... invite them like give them a free ticket because that would go a long way if I was running an event, when, to and I think as well, like bridges.
1: some of the people who are key, who are largely involved in the GTAs, were at the press conference two weeks earlier. Yeah, from a French media standpoint, and you're like, well, you've gone that way. It's weird. Like, yeah, it
0: was. But weird. then you know, that, was that the thing I thought is was weird.
1: Confusion and frustration in our sport that it is actually still very fractured and not
0: a one body we'll get there it was weird we'll get there um I also think you know how like the they kept telling like this is my favorite thing how you know it's very European they were like oh it's like the BAFTAs and I was like what the fuck are you about? it's like the Oscars guys (laughs) (laughs) anyway you know how like the BAFTAs or the Oscars the winners are actually picked by like voting of everyone who's a member. I think that's probably, I think you probably shouldn't have a judging panel. You'd probably do like voting of every person in. You can have a a
1: judging panel and either the judging panel selects the shortlist or I think maybe the judging panel selects some of the awards, but then have a public vote award. Yeah. have a like. Or like,
0: or have it be like people who are members of, I mean, obviously there should be like an international triathlon association that like we're all members of, right? Like, anyway separate point I know the triathlon business Mm. international like went out of business during COVID so yeah we'll get there but it's been an interesting few weeks uh Sid and I are back we're gonna be back eh, approximately weekish weekly triathlon ish week ish yeah as we can ish do you how many people do that to me now they just add ish to everything and I'm like oh cool I love it thanks
1: I see the hats around quite a lot ish
0: Oh, yeah. there you go. And then, uh, and then, yeah, we'll have some. We'll throw some interviews in there coming up with, yes, know, some interesting people. Yes, so. I've got a
1: couple I need to uh, get in touch with, or they need to reply to my messages.
0: <laughs> yeah, one way or the other. If they we don't, have we'll have all start, the gossip. We'll
1: doing what other podcasts do, we're like just publicly like naming them and saying, please reply. Can somebody get in touch with them? We'd love to talk to you.
0: <laughs> other than that, that we will have all the gossip, all these super not secret. Very secret rumors floating around triathlon. Correct. Yes. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you
1: in